Speeding and the sound is speeding. Ah. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew for Monday, July 4th. Holy fuck, it's America Day here on Canada. I'm fucking, fucking, I'm fucking, fucking, you intro, fucking, Hey, it's the motherfucking intro, cause Big Drew on the flow, you know, he got the rhythm and the style and the tight butthole, and you know that he's gonna stick it in the snow, put your butthole in the snow, and get a frozen cornhole, okay, <laughs> you know if you put your butthole in the snow, uh, you know if you stick a popsicle in your butthole, and then you, <laughs> and then you lay in the snow, that you become a dudesicle, hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, July 4th, fucking 2022. It's fucking Independence Day in America. It's July 4th. It signifies our independence from the country of Great Britain and, uh, among other things, hot dogs. Hot dogs! Yo, that's part of the reason why I think that the world is just a simulation that began in the 1904 World's Fair. Because that is when hot dogs were introduced, in addition to a bunch of other fucking regular shit that we fucking have. Anyways, hi. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that freak out was. I got a hair in my mouth. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, July 4th. Fucking 2022, eh? We got a fucking, uh, we had a, uh, long weekend here. And, uh, I don't know, let's just fucking start the show. How are you? It's the beginning of July. How are you back here? You gotta work today? But it's gonna be so nice out. And it's just, I wish just, I was just outside. You know, summertime is one of those times where you really just wish you had a job where you worked outside. How was my Okay, how's my fucking week, man? I hope you had a good week. I had a great week. Uh, I think. Yes, I did. I had a great week because of lots of things. Let's just start off. When last we spoke was Monday the 27th. It was Shmortal's birthday, so it was Tuesday the 28th. And then the 29th. Okay, here's what the fuck I did this weekend. We had the Corner Comedy Club on Thursday. Winding down the shows, like I've told you before. Uh, no, Natish and I are no longer going to be running this show. Uh, Joe just wanted some consistency in the booking across the board, uh, and, uh, didn't feel that we were able to provide that for him. So, uh, it goes back. It goes back to him, which is fine. I'm fine with, uh, I don't give a fuck. It was nice to have a show. It was nice to have a place that I could always perform at, you know, once a week. But I feel like I always will have that with the corner. The money was nice too, uh, you know, but whatever. I don't care about money. Okay, so Thursday we had a really good show. It's a, it's a long weekend, and long weekends are always fucking jammed. Uh, they're fucking, it's always a good time to do stand-up on a long weekend. And we're starting to get some regulars back. It's swinging back into the regulars again now because everything is cyclical. Uh, especially stand-up, I've noticed this, like, like things come and things go. <laughs> like that's just the way it is that's just the way it is but you know sometimes like you you catch a groove you catch a pocket with a group of people and then you fucking you ride away for a little bit man and all comedy shows are like that paul thompson used to have like monday nights at vape on the lake were like the most lit ass night <clears throat> and then eventually it just fucking goes away 
and it has nothing to do with you. And the hard part is, is trying to realize that they, it had nothing to do with you in the first place. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, look at how spectacular and amazing and awesome I am. All these people just keep coming back to see me. We had it at the Druid. I saw it go through like three different waves of like it starts off the shit of shit. And then, you know, we start building something and then you're like, oh, fuck, there's actually something going on here. And then you, uh, people start coming. And then for whatever reason that like that lasts for, you know, like six months, eight months, maybe. But the, but it's no longer than a year because after a year, people's lives start changing, you know, like maybe yesterday will be the same as tomorrow. But eventually something changes and then that waitress leaves and then this guy who used to come fucking stopped coming or he got a new job so he won't be able to be there all the time. And then that one manager fucks off and then they bring in a new guy and then a new waitress and then the fucking same guy. with. The so then all of a sudden one day it's a fucking, you know, it's completely different. It's a new manager, it's a new waitress and the audience is gone. And then you're like, what the fuck happened? Like this used to be my place. Who the fuck are you? Why don't you know my name? And why is no one here to laugh? <laughs> uh, but it happens in waves, man. And then you just start over again. And then you got to like keep your head down and just not give a fuck who's listening or why. And just continue just to create and make art. And that's what I got to focus on is this artisanal, this art, this artist being an artist, not an artisan. Right. I was talking about that before. Like butchers are fucking artisans. They have a, they've perfected a craft of butchering this cow or whatever the fuck, but they leave behind no art, right? There's nothing permanent. There's no, they don't cut the most, they don't cut the perfect steak and then just put it on display forever for everyone to fucking come around the museum and look of steaks. Buddy, the steak museum would be pretty sick though. <laughs> uh, but they, even if they cut the most perfect steak that's ever been cut, it gets eaten, Right. So it's an art, the artisanal practice of stand-up versus the artistic practice of stand-up. So there you go. Thursday, I don't know what the fuck that has to do with my Thursday show. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry. Yes, it does. That's why I wanted to talk about this. I have notes again. Uh, because Thursday, we had a Canada Day show in Manitoulin Island, which is like up north. It's like a six, seven-hour drive. Beautiful fucking country up there. Like northern Ontario or when you start going north in Ontario. This isn't even northern Ontario. Like this is still like, you know, hundred less than 100 kilometers from the border. Um, ouchie. Once you fucking... Uh, once you get up there, it's beautiful. But so now we're doing a show for this guy, some fucking guy that Natish that found Natish on Instagram or whatever the fuck. And he already paid us to do the show. So we already got the money to come up here and do the show. And we're doing the Manitoulin Island fucking rib fest. It's a goddamn rib fest. And we, and there's a, uh, uh, it's in a baseball diamond <laughs> and they're at home plate is a flatbed truck with a stage built onto it. So we hear the band, we're coming over the hill and we hear the band and we're like, oh fuck, like there's live music here. And then I'm like, I, I, I fucking swear to God, we better not be on this truck doing comedy in front of the rib fest. Uh, cause these are people are just waiting in line. <laughs> sure enough though, obviously you know how this story's going to end. Uh, we get there and buddy's like, we're supposed to be in the fucking arena. And then he's like, no, you're actually on the flatbed truck. <laughs> we're like okay well there we go good thing i'm hosting because i have experience not only eating a giant dick but doing clean comedy and 
outside shows from the pandemic. So I'm like, I'm the best person to be here anyways. So whatever. And that's, I've kind of like reluctantly, like, I don't know. I'm like some surgeon who's really good at like fixing like baby hearts <laughs> or something. It's like, I got really good at this really horrific thing. <laughs> so now I have to do it all the time. Cause it's like, why would you want to learn how to do comedy in a baseball field on a flatbed truck in the middle of fucking like, it's like light out. It's like eight o'clock. It's like full on light out and there's nobody watching the show and they're all just standing in line, but they can hear you. <laughs> it's like, why would you want to learn how to do that? I'm like, I don't know, but I didn't want to, but I just, I was too young. I learned too young. It's like a one of those assassin children. Like I was fucking kidnapped at the age of 19 by Mike Dambra and Lars <laughs> and they taught me how to be an assassin. <laughs> like, I didn't want to do this. I didn't, you never asked me. I didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, so there I am, the pediatric heart surgeon, just slicing into babies every fucking day. But don't worry, I got this. <laughs> I do this all the time. <laughs> So sure enough, it starts going okay, right? Like I'm like encouraging people to, there was the people, there was chairs up front and they had like had this crude arrangement of chairs in front of the flatbed on home plate. Um, And it was a heat and a tish set on stage. He's like, this isn't even a nice baseball diamond either. <laughs> and it wasn't, it was like all hood. Like it was like, oh, you could tell they built it in like the 60s and then like literally nothing, they did nothing to it since then. Um. <laughs> So yeah, so Thursday I had work and then I had the Corner Comedy Club. If for your Patreon, I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry, okay? Listen, just fucking, just leave me already. Just fucking leave me already. Just do it, fuck. <laughs> uh, this is what's wrong with me. I actively pushed away the people in my life who care about me. <laughs> uh... So yeah, so whatever. I'm up there fucking doing heart surgery on this baby, and uh, it's going well. Honestly, like I did, like I, I I did some time. I think I did 15 off the top. We brought Jesse Sing up. Jesse does all right. Fucking Natish goes up, and and he just starts swearing. Like Natish started swearing, and I was like, wow. Like I never like. It was more. It was definitely more than he normally swears. Like on stage, like 100 more than he normally swears on stage. But then to be like in the middle of this baseball field being like, fuck, fucking, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> There's like children and shit. It was hilarious. Like fucking mushrooms, fuck. I was like dying. I'm like, this is so funny. Because like Alberta, old Alberta me would have been like all fucking like, oh, we got to keep it clean and worry about the booker and blah, blah, blah and rebook and try to smash and all this shit. But now new me is like, I don't give a fuck. And now here's where it comes back to artistic versus artisanal. Because I, for the longest time, was operating under the artisanal practice of stand-up, which is like, you got to come in and slice the perfect steak, no matter, you know, and uh, this is the cow I was given tonight, and you got to still slice a perfect steak off of this somehow, but it's all fucking mangled and shit and whatever the fuck, there's fucking shotgun shell holes in it. <laughs> you got this cow that just got hit with buckshot. <laughs> you got to somehow find a fucking steak in there. And you know what? I would have, and I did. But here's the thing. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. The artisanal practice of stand-up, who gives a flying fuck? There's a bunch of artisans all over North America who you have no idea who the fuck they are. And to consider yourself like a world-class a world stand-up comedian because you are 
proficiently um, practicing an art, the artisanal method of stand-up is bullshit. <laughs> and uh, and then that's where it has to come back to my dilute my uh, my uh, what I've been struggling with that I've been talking to you guys about, which is like, what the fuck? What the fuck am I gonna do with this? So, the ongoing saga continues of Orangeville. So I thought I was out of the running. I told you guys I got this. Oh yeah, so that was that was Friday. Sorry. Whoops, I dropped my pick. Friday. Friday we fucking drive all the way seven hours to Manitoulin Island, and then we got a three hotel rooms in the night. So now we're fucking getting drunk. We're pl- eating mushrooms. We're playing CeeLo. Going for walks, like all the boys are out. We had a pylon. I put a pylon on my head. Like that's a classic, you know, when you're partying with a pylon. Like that's classic. Um, <laughs> as a classic Drew too. Like you gotta get the pylon, man. That's uh, I've been running that play for years. The pylon on the head always gets a laugh. Um, <laughs> so. <clears throat> Uh, and then Saturday, we had a fucking big-ass drive back, and thank God I had no shows Saturday, so we got back, like, late, and then I just literally, like, fucking ate dinner and passed the fuck out, um, because Sunday was Sunday, I had my job again at uh, White Oaks at CJMR fucking 1260... Uh, 1290 AM radio station as a board operator for the AM radio station, so I had another shift. With this cool guy, Kevin, who works there. That was Sunday night. So Sunday, I uh, I just passed out Saturday night and then slept in. And then, ooh, I had a pool, a little bit of a pool day on Sunday. My unit and my building has a, has a pool, which I'm trying to enjoy because this radio shit looks like it might be popping off here. Uh, Orangeville, I thought I was done. I thought I was out. I thought I had... Uh, lost the job. I didn't have the opportunity to get it. Um, I thought I was like, it makes sense. Like I'm, I'm a young guy, whatever. This is like a, this is a job where they're looking for someone with years of experience and blah, 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 blah. However, I am persistent and everything in my life that I've ever got, I got by following up. Uh, I got my job at Axe Music by following up and that's arguably, that not arguably that that one phone call changed the direction of my life forever. Um, so good on seventeen year old Drew for doing that. Also following up with Courtney, we were chatting on Tinder and then it kind of died. And then I followed up a couple minutes later, or a couple days later, just because I left a question. She goes to me on it, so I fucking hit her up again. And now, sure enough, that's my wife. I do think we were meant to be though in some sort of celestial. The Lord was trying to push us together in August. He said, Drew, here's your wife. And I said, I don't fuck the audience anymore, God. (laughs) I don't fuck the audience anymore. And then he said, come on, fuck the audience one last time. (laughs) And I said, okay. (laughs) I had recently sworn off. Uh, all I, at the, at the time I said, I don't fuck waitresses and I don't fuck the audience anymore. Cause that was all I was doing. <laughs> when you're a comedian and you think that's getting pussy too, fucking the audience or fucking a waitress. Like you can't fuck, you can't just go fuck the audience or the waitresses. 
You got to go be a dude, man. Um, so, uh, yeah. So what, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So Tuesday and then I had my shift. And now, okay, so Oakville might be popping off. So I, I think we're going to Orangeville, I should say. Uh, I got to move to Orangeville, which is cool. It's cool. Um, and I want to get the most out of my Toronto life while it's coming to an end. I do feel like a little bit of surrender, but that's fine. Uh, I'm 32 turning 33. That's okay to surrender my youth. That's not a, it's not a bad age to hang it up. (laughs) 33, pretty decent age to fucking hang it up to fucking around, get a job. So yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of getting a job. Uh, this is my job for a little bit, I guess. Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Would you like access to bonus content like guitar lessons, behind the scenes episodes, uh, and a bonus podcast episode every week? Motherfucking, uh, what else do we got there? Behind the scenes shit of my music, uh, all sorts of stuff. And an individualized personalized shout out on every single episode. Then you could be like these fine folks. Alicia, James, Mark, new guy Mark, Anthony, Patrick, uh, Nick and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, Street Demon, Joel and Isaac, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, Colette, Blair, uh, uh, Colette, Blair, uh, fucking Andre and Taryn, say they motherfucking name. Go to King Tut's Cannabis, go to, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash Drew sign up for as little as $4.99 right now, be a dummy, be a shredder, be a El Stupido Grande. Those are the three levels. And then there's also Ultimate Dummy, but it doesn't get you anything. <laughs> also, um, hi, Mink. Also, hi, Mink. Buddy, we got to figure out what the fuck's going on with your uh, with your wedding here. Or I guess you know. I got to figure out what the fuck's going on with your wedding here. Uh, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is also provided by KingTutsCannabis.com. Holy fuck, they just sent me some... What the fuck is this? Let me see here. Pink candy? What is it? Platinum pink, bro. It's straight up just regular ass platinum pink kush. And it is the fucking nicest weed. I love kush. I love pink kush. I love purple kush. I just love kush. And they have such nice kush. Oh, fuck. Do they have nice kush. And it's not expensive. And it still tastes like it is. It's not astro pink. It doesn't taste like astro pink. But it tastes like pretty fucking close. And you're like, buddy, a quarter? A a fucking $40 quarter? Or a $90 quarter? Which one you want? I want the fucking $40 quarter. Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew right now and get 10% off your weed. Get get your weed for cheaper. Okay. That's a commercial, I guess. <laughs> maybe that's why I fucking... <laughs> maybe that's why the guy was humming and hawing on giving me the radio job. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, this guy could do this. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Um what is that? That's the show. That's the show for today. Uh now let's do guitar. Let's do some guitar now. Okay. Nice.
Okay, that's good enough. This just makes me feel like a shitty guitar player because I'm not David Gilmore. 